Noi mai haere mai Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman with today. Lovely to be with you. Now, in news breaking earlier in the hour, independent MP Gaurav Sharma is resigning from Parliament, prompting a by-election in Hamilton West. He was removed from the Labour Party in August for breaching confidentiality and losing the trust of the caucus. Sharma says he'll be running as a candidate in the by-election. Tell us more. We have political reporter Katie Scotcher with us uh, on the line from Parliament. Katie, kia ora. Kia ora. Has Sharma explained why uh, he's resigning and then rerunning? Yes, so during uh, the end of of question time here at Parliament this afternoon, he posted a lengthy social media post, and in that post he said that he is resigning from Parliament. Now, he says that he's been advised that the Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern and the Labour Party plan to invoke the walker-jumping legislation six months before next year's election to remove him from Parliament to ensure that there is no need for a by-election. Now, he says he's got that information from the New Zealand Council which is the Labour Party's governing body, but he has no evidence to back this up. And we have put calls into the Labour Party but haven't heard back. Now, he says he's decided to resign to, uh, basically to preempt Labour's next move. Now, this, of course, will trigger a by-election in Hamilton West. And mm. as you mentioned, interestingly, he says he plans to launch a new centrist party and will contest that by-election. Yeah, very interesting stuff, Katie. And uh, has the Prime Minister given uh any response so far at all? Yes, so we just got a short statement from her uh, a moment ago. She said that uh, Labour's position on Godav Sharma and the Walker jumping provisions has not changed. She says that uh, she will not and has not considered invoking the Walker jumping provisions and she says she doesn't know the basis of his speculation. She says, and I quote, Godav may wish to reconsider his decision given he is unnecessarily costing the taxpayer hundreds of thousands of dollars to trigger a by-election he then intends to stand in. And then she goes on to say that she considers it unnecessary and wasteful given the general election is scheduled for next year. All right, Katie's got your Thanks for being with us there. And you will hear more on that breaking story on Checkpoint just after five. Uh, what else are we talking about this afternoon? Well, um, an inflation shock of the day, annual inflation stubbornly high, pain at the veggie section to remain, we discussed that, and New Wellington Mayor Tori Farno wanting to attract Aucklanders. Kia ora, Tamaki Makoto. We understand some of you may be considering your career options at present. Is that trolling? Uh, is Wellington trolling Auckland? And the Prime Minister has weighed into the Shakespeare debate saying it should be funded, but our guest today says, don't worry about Shakespeare, the state of New Zealand arts funding is woeful. So we discuss all that. And today, the editor of NZ Gardner, Joe McCarroll, joins us. Kia ora, Joe. Lovely to see you. Kia ora, Wallace. And uh, kia ora, Raj, as well. That's right, ora, Raj. Shuk Rapporti, Wellingtonian novelist. Uh, Raj, how are you? Kia ora, Wallace. Kia ora, Joe. Great to be here. All right. Now, who doesn't love bonsai? This first. You can't be human if you don't love your bonsai. They're up there with nice little pleasures like great marmalade or reclining in a lazy boy. Well, it so happens that bonsai culture is going gangbusters in Otago and Gore. Otago Bonsai Society are spreading the bonsai word through exhibitions, events, home visits, and there's an exhibition on until October the 24th at the Dunedin Community Gallery in Princess Street. With us is Otago Bonsai founding member Joy Morton, 
who is an, an acknowledged international authority. Joy, it's lovely to have you on the panel. Thank you very much. How did you get into bonsai trees? Well, I got into bonsai trees when my daughter was sick uh, a number of years ago, and um, I found in a book a picture of bonsai and decided that's what I wanted to do with my life. And now, Joy, you've got the bug in a big way. Bonsai, bonsai literally is your life. Yes, yes it is, yes. So many people go onto a garden home, you'd have your flowers, veggies, shrubs. For you, it's bonsai, Joy. How many do you have? Ooh, um, a, a little over 100. Yeah. Wow. That's quite a bit. And it so happens, uh, Joy, we have the editor of uh, NZ Gardener with us. You'd, you'd have featured bonsai before, Joe. We have, Joy, but I must say yours look just beautiful. So congratulations. I know how much work goes into it and almost the work the the aim of the work is for it not to be visible for it to look so natural and so perfect and flawless as if it had never been touched oh is that right joy yes yes that's right and it's to to make it look like an old tree that has been shrunk but it hasn't been shrunk because it's been developed from word woe to look like an old tree and that's the development over many many years to, and, to give it that that look, and I think it takes such you know horticultural and technical and and artistic ability. Joy, I've yes, seen some beautiful bonsai actually with um, our beautiful native plants. I wondered if you might have tried any native plants. Yes, I uh, have, and I've got a, a beautiful uh, koi down in the show this uh, at the moment, and it, it um, looks very much like a, um, a very Large koi, but it's very small. Oh, it's I love about, it. About 20 inches high. Is it oh. in flower at the moment? Uh, it's got flavor. It's covered in flare buds, but not in flare at the moment. Oh, that'll be just so, so oh, beautiful. I just love my bonsai, you know, because as you say, you know, they look big, but they're small, Raj. You know, there's a there's this element of deception with bonsai. You would have one, Raj Orji. Um, we don't hear, but um, growing up, I was much more used to seeing them in India. Because uh, a greater proportion, a far greater proportion of people live in apartments and have and have bonsai in the gardens that they create on their verandas. And what I remember from childhood is this, you know, they have this uncanny surreal quality for a child because it makes you feel like a giant <laughs> looking on, <laughs> looking down at what is essentially a huge tree like a banyan in miniature. So I vividly remember that. That's a good point, isn't it, Joy? There's an element of deception, as uh, Raj says there. There is very, very much uh, an element of a deception, and particularly when you go into psyche, which is, is you're landscaping like a, a whole um, vista of a garden, but it's very, very small. Um, you- I understand, Sorry. Joy, I understand that you were selected to demonstrate your techniques at the World Bonsai Convention in Jintan, China. Now, that must have been an amazing experience. Well, it would be the most amazing experience of my life to do that. And it was such a thrill to go there and 
meet so many different people from different countries and people that I'd read about in books and such like to be um, demonstrating alongside of them. So it's just an awesome experience. Have you tried doing it, Joe? I haven't, actually. Um, I, I know a lot of people who have, but I would say um, if people have the opportunity to learn from jo- Joy and the other members of the society, that's a great opportunity to have because there is such skill involved. And, um, you know, I, there have been quite a few people over the years I've met who have put the years and years in, as you clearly have, Joy. Um, yeah. And to learn from people who have that level of skill and expertise is, is a wonderful opportunity. Um, and as always in gardening, people are so generous with those skills. But, yeah, if, if you're down that way and you have the opportunity, I'd go and learn from the experts because so, um, then yeah. you could bring that to your own life. Speaking of experts, someone was saying Mr Miyagi was a big fan of bonsai, even taught Daniel Sand something about them. That name is very familiar. Why is Mr Ma- Miyagi familiar to me? Text me 2101. Do you know who Mr Miyagi is, Joy? Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, do you, who is it? Karate Kid. <laughs> Are you a fan of the film? Uh, I enjoyed the film, but I didn't enjoy the impossibilities of what he was doing. Yeah, no, exactly, yeah. It gave a false impression of that you could keep bonsai inside. And oh. you can't keep bonsai inside. Explain this more. So the Karate Kid is factually incorrect when it comes to bonsai? Yes. But however, that was a big thing that um, happened back then. Um, And I think they've tried to correct it a little bit when they actually produced more of the Karate Kid movies (laughs) um, and kept it outside a bit more. Okay, so yeah, keep it outside. Gosh, I'd love yes. to t- talk to you so so much longer than we've got time for joy. But for now, you can get down and see bonsai at uh, the Dunedin Community Gallery until October 24. Joy Morton, thanks for being with us. You're very welcome. Very good. Now it's time for I've Been Thinking. Joe McCarroll. Well, I've actually got a challenge for the audience, which is I'd like um, to know if anyone's got a good word for that feeling where I'm increasingly feeling in my life. I'm a little overwhelmed by the platforms and forums and channels through which people can contact me. Um, You know, you've got email and I've got Slack and I've got Messenger and I've got Instagram and I've got my phone and, you know, it just sometimes it feels like... Um, you're getting so many messages. You're getting texts. You're getting calls. You're getting. I got the other day. I got a LinkedIn message at the weekend that related to work, and and it just. I, I don't know if it's a very modern day on we, but um, yeah, that that feeling of being just too connected um, and almost bombarded with with messages and people getting in touch with you. There must be a word. I feel like there's a, a word. Maybe in German. Yeah. 2101 is that number two. Do you really feel like that at the moment? Yeah, I do. I think it's an end-of-year thing as well. But um, also, we, we there's just so many ways people can contact you. And sometimes people want to get in touch with me for my job, but they might say, send me a text um, at 9pm on a Friday night or something. And that, it it's a bit overwhelming. I'm not, you know, wanting to have a huge pity no. party, but I think um, there'll probably be some people out there who recognise that feeling. I've got the perfect word for you. What is it? The wonderful listeners, they do it time and time again. You know what it is? 
I'm asking. Platforia. Platforia. Love it. <laughs> Love it. That is so really you have good. you have platforia. But, uh, so what I was coming on to yeah. ask is how to describe it. Yeah, it's platforia. And then I can go about oh, my day. People wow. will be like, "How are you?" Oh, the platforia. Is, is that a real word? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, Raj Chakraborty, I've been thinking. Um, well, as a small segue, uh, this last little while, I have been waiting to be contacted for news on something that is actually largely out of my control. It's other people who will make the decision, but. Either way, it will make a big difference to me. So kind of part of me has been spending this time holding my breath. But throughout all of it, I've spent each day with our dog. And, you know, and often thought that he's like a living role model of how to fully be in the present and enjoy whatever simple pleasure is happening right then and to look forward to the next nice thing that's coming along. And I have found that really grounding, and that's what I wanted to share, that when many things feel out of my control, how Comet, our dog, shout out to him, reminds me to savor every small pleasure, and that small pleasures and the closeness of those you love add up to a good day. I feel like we can sum up this intro. When the platforia is overwhelming you, spend some time with your dog or work on your bonsai. Oh, beautiful. And, you know, the mindfulness... You've both wrapped it up. 100%. Pat the dog, get a bonsai, and... Um, unplug. Uh, unplug. Uh, speaking of which, hypercontactable is another one, uh, and uh, tech-whelmed. Tech-whelmed. That is good. <laughs> These are good. And I really appreciate that, Raj, because I can so understand, as can many uh, around the motu, that notion of going home and the dog's on your lap, you got a cup of tea and uh, uh, nothing's impossible, huh? And the, dog, and the dog has its priorities right. Yeah, lovely. There's lots to talk about on the panel of this afternoon. We have Rajorshi, Chakraborty and Joe McCarroll. Connectinitis, an inflammation of the message gland. They're good. <laughs> They're good this afternoon. You're on the panel. <laughs> it's international.